Welcome back to Work Upgraded. I'm really starting to get excited about our mini-series on strategy that we're doing this week. Um, I've got the next two episodes topics burning in my mind at the moment. Uh, but what I think I'll talk about is this idea or common objection to strategy setting, actually, that once you've set a strategy, it means you can't be experimental, you can't be opportunistic, and you can't just follow the opportunities that present themselves to you. And I definitely believe this is fundamentally flawed, certainly in the way that some people or organisations manage their strategy. This tends to be the case. Um, strategy isn't an excuse to quickly throw out ideas if they don't exactly meet what you were expecting to come out of your strategy. Instead, I see strategy as being a tool to help you understand what elements of an opportunity you need to evaluate in order to determine if it's the right way forward. So, for example, if an organisation has set itself a strategy that they want to only work with high-ticket clients, for example, that doesn't mean we automatically throw out opportunities with clients that fall below a certain threshold. We need to take a bit of a longer-term view to the strategy decision that we've taken and evaluate whether these lower-ticket opportunities may lead us towards a even higher ticket opportunity than we've yet been presented with. It's just one very simple example, but it does really illustrate that we can't use strategy to shortcut our decisions, but strategy is there to help inform our decisions. It help us, helps us to evaluate what is the best option in a certain circumstance. Another area where you might not just directly follow your strategy is if there's um, extenuating circumstances or a broader context to something that suggests you might need to take a different approach. A good example of this is regional differences in what's going on. So if we go back to that company that has a strategy around only accepting high-ticket offers, we might look into one region, and currently there isn't anything in the pipeline that meets that dollar threshold that we've set. So in this scenario, you might want to actually consider what other types of jobs you could take on to keep your resources, be that people or machines utilised, uh, build skills, or develop an understanding of the market to discover where the high-ticket offers might lie. And all of those tactics, which is ultimately what we're talking about in these day-to-day -day decisions, actually do support and direct towards those high-ticket offers. So if we think about a consulting firm, they often won't be able to service for the higher ticket offers if they haven't developed the necessary skills and they don't understand where they are in the market. And we can't do those things often by doing nothing. And that's where we might decide to take on some smaller clients to develop the skills, the relationships and get a bit of intel about what's going on. The other part of this objection is the idea that we can't experiment. I personally like to think of strategy as just a big experiment. If you're coming from a digital product background, you might be pretty familiar with A-B testing and these other types of mini experiments that we use to validate our understanding of a customer. So we might say, we think our customer will like a red button better than a blue button. Now that's a little bit of a silly example, but rather than just saying, okay, we're gonna make the assumption that we need to make all the buttons red and just sticking to our guns on that decision, 
In digital product, there's a tendency to be a bit more experimental and gather data. We change the button to red, or maybe we change the button to red for half our users. And then we look to see whether that motivates any change in behavior and gets us the overall objective that we're after in terms of customer engagement or whatever our metric is. I believe we need to do the same thing with organizational strategies. Often we set these strategies based on a limited understanding of our market. Now, when I say limited, I'm not saying we didn't do our due diligence or we didn't put in effort and apply our professional expertise to understand our market. But ultimately, at the end of the day, just like every other human, we can't predict the future and we can't predict others' behaviors perfectly. So when we set a strategy, we also need to set measures around it, not just in terms of how well is our team living up to that strategy, but also to measure how well we've actually set the strategy. And by measuring these things, it gives us a clear indicator when we need to step back and reconsider our strategy. Thanks for joining me this morning on Work Upgraded, and I look forward to continuing the series this week.